This is a podcast from Minute Media. Um, I, I think you will see some pride this week. Unfortunately, Chris, the offense is so depleted, I don't know how they can move the ball. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano on this Victory Monday. Look, two and five. Feels good, though, man. Got to be honest with you. 25 to three. Um, we can go, we'll go through the game. We'll dissect the hell out of it. Offense, defense, special teams. Uh, Sam Darnold's uh, re- reversion back to being a Jets quarterback. Everything, but uh, ah, dude, it just feels good to wake up in the morning and get a win. Forget about what the rest of the division did, that was fine, but man, just to get a win and a, a convincing one at, by the end of the game. Um, I'm happy for the, those who went to MetLife yesterday and got a win, man. Yeah, Jerry, I, I was happy for those people too, man. I agree with you. Um, a couple things, um, obviously, nobody saw this coming 25 3, right? Yeah. Nobody's coming. Uh, both have somewhat of a close game going Carolina's way. And the Giants wind up taking over in the second half. Wind up, I mean, so I was happy for a few people. The fans. Yeah. Who were cheering, let's go Giants at the end. Yeah. That's great. The, you know, the boos that you heard. I actually heard some sporadic boos in the first half. Oh, I yeah, did hear. Sure. Yep. Um, it's not personal, dude. You know, no. uh, you know, it's like they're, they're pissed off. Everybody's pissed off to lose and everything like that. And then you see how quickly, though. They go up 25-3 and dominating the second half. The defense looked like we kind of thought they were going to look like, you know, this yeah. season. Yeah. And then the fans start chanting, let's go Giants, let's go Giants. You know, um, so I was happy for the fans. I'm happy for guys like Leo Williams who totally had his quotes taken out of context last week. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, and I was actually talking with Leo about that in a hallway after the game yesterday. Totally taken out of context, okay? Um. I was happy for John Mara, who I was walking with, with a couple of guys um, to the locker room after the game. Yeah. What was that walking. like? What was that like? Well, he was happy. Yeah. You know, and John, um, look, he takes this like life and death. He really yeah. does. Yeah. I've we- seen I've seen him at halftime of games. Yeah. I've seen him afterwards. And, I, and I'm not getting into, let's, oh, what's John doing wrong? Who's he hiring? No, I'm just talking about him as an owner. Yeah. And about his football team. That's we've it. Said, we've said it all. I can get into his yeah. hirings, what right. he got to do right. in the future. And I'm just talking about John married the man, right? And his football team. You can question the execution, but you can never question the passion from him. And and that, like you said, he takes it harder than we all do. It's it's life and death to him. Oh, so. and Jerry, you know that dude being around this organization a while, and yeah. and, and Jerry, I'm telling you, folks, listening. It's true. Everything you read about John Mara, obviously 99.9% people percent of the people listen, never met John, never been next to him after a game, a dorny game, never took a piss next to him like I seem to do every damn home game. Did you, okay. did you, was it yesterday too or not? <laughs> no, yesterday for some reason we, we didn't meet up in the bathroom. It was like the first home game this year. Later, I think eight home games. It was seven of them. I was in the bathroom with John. Anyway, getting the point, yesterday I happened to be with John, walking with him uh, to the locker room after the game. Mm. And um, and the dude, listen, folks, 
I'm, you know, whatever you read about him taking it the hot, it, it's a hundred percent true. Yeah, hundred percent true. Yeah, and he was happy yesterday. You know, we were happy for John too. So the point being, I was happy for John. He talked about with us, you know, they love Daniel. Look what Daniel did today with limited weapons. He just wants to get all the weapons back, Mario. Yeah, I want to get into that yeah. one specifically, dude. Um, I know that for a fact because I heard him say it yesterday. Well, I was with a, I was with him. An extremely know? astute comment by our owner. I was with him. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. So I was happy for that. Jerry, I was happy for Joe Judge. Yeah. Um, he was, you know, and, and folks, I'm telling you, it's like night and day. When the losing builds up, to be in the building, to be at the post game presses with the players and the coaching staff, and oh, the coach judging, it's just a bad feeling, dude. It's a bad freaking feeling. Yeah. And then you go yesterday, and it wasn't just a last second win like the Saints. Oh, a couple things went the this way that we would have lost. No, it was a convincing win. The second half, the first half was we all know was not good football. Second half turns out to be very good football. Yeah. 25-3, and it's just a different world, man. So I was happy for the organization. I'm happy for uh, Judge. I was happy for Leo Williams. Uh, Daniel Jones. Yeah, there we go. Now, now Jerry. <clears throat> Can I say one thing before you start? Oh, yeah, yeah, jump in. All right. Look, you don't want to declare something every week because then we just lose all credibility, right? But I will say this. First, second, third receiver down. Kadarius Tony is at least a second or third receiver, guys. It's not Slayton, okay? Dude, he's, he's built up his way to 1A. Probably, probably <laughs> one, right. <laughs> Saquon Barkley out. A, hmm. An offensive line that is in shambles now because of the injury to Thomas. They did not play well yesterday. We'll get into that. But all those factors, how careful he was, how accurate he was, hmm. how he was moving, using his athleticism, that was his best game as a Giant so far. I know about the Tampa game, the New Orleans game. He's had other good games. To me, I was most impressed with what he did yesterday. And, and there wasn't one second in that game where I thought, you know what, if we lose this game, our quarterback's going to lose. Even when it's 5-3, I just thought he's, you know, th those slant right. patterns over the, over the middle. Dante Pettis. By the way, I didn't know he was Gary Pettis' son until yesterday. Dude, I swear to God, Jerry. The same thing with me. I did well, not know he was Gary Pettis's son. He was a great center fielder. It wasn't a good hitter, but he was a hell of a center fielder. Great defensive fielder. player. Great defensive yeah. player. He was a great I, I was talking with Dante for about 10 minutes after the game. I said, I wish I would have damn known. I had no idea. He Go said ahead. it during the game. I never once knew I had knew no that. idea, dude. I, had no I was idea. like, yeah. Gary Pettis. Anyway, when Dante Pettis, who, who, <laughs> who plays his balls off, is your is really your one receiver with Slayton, and you perform like that, hey, guys. I mean, you got to be excited about the prospects of this kid and how he's really growing into this role right now. I, I, I left that game thinking, my God, talk about a question mark at the beginning of the season to now, all right, he's on the right path. He's doing the right things every week. And I, I was most impressed with his performance yesterday, Chris. Jerry, I couldn't agree with you more, bro. Yeah. Um, you, when I look at a quarterback and you say, okay, is this going to be our guy? I look at guys, Jerry, and I say, okay, I need some elevate games then. Yep. All right, Chris, what do you mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is that when you have receivers down, Saquon down, can your quarterback elevate to the next level, kind of put your team on the shoulders and win a game? Right. Well, Daniel Jones did that yesterday. You don't have to have throw for 390 yards and say, oh, oh, yeah. No, but what did he do yesterday? He executed, and Jason Garrett, Hey, look, we give him credit when credit is due. Now, he obviously listened to the podcast as usual and got Daniel the hell out of that pocket with boots left, right, 
zones, zone uh, read options, the whole deal. Okay? Mm-hmm. But Daniel executed it. Yeah. Accuracy. Yeah. Ran when he had a run. They did the gadget play. Yeah. Okay? Daniel elevated yesterday. Yep. He said, we're not going to lose this game. All right, I don't give a shit. Saquon's out. I don't give a shit. Galladay, our boy Tony, they're out. Right? I'm going to elevate my game. And I'm going to will this team. And we're going to get in the end zone. And we're going to win this damn game. And I'm going to be the reason why. Right. Now, there's two things. The defense and Daniel was. Uh, we'll sure. talk about the defense a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But you saw the accuracy on Daniel yesterday. Getting out of that pocket. Running when he had to run. Okay, okay, we're going to do six, five or six zone zone reads. Okay. He did it. Yep. Right? Executed. Move the six to the ball. I mean, Daniel elevated. That was an elevation game, Jerry. You know, you looked at Sam Donald the, the other side of the field, right, dude? He's, he doesn't have McCaffrey, mm. okay? Their offense is not the same McCaffrey, okay? We know that. But that doesn't mean you can't elevate. Right. What did he do yesterday? He couldn't even read a friggin' a cover two with James and an interception. He, he had no idea what he was even doing in that play. I actually thought that was a cover four. I was like, did, was he totally confused in that play? Was that a cover two or four? I reached out to somebody. No, Chris, I was a cover two, believe it or not. Oh, hey, he looked like the first time you ever saw it. Tell, tell you what, too, the, his form on that throw was atrocious. His form, you, he, yeah. his body was almost sideways throwing that ball. The point being is that Jerry, yeah. they're three and zero. They beat three mediocre teams. They were one of those teams I looked at. Oh, hold off, slow down, right? Yeah. Like Denver at the beginning of the year, and then Christian goes down. Yeah. All right, well, Sam, we're going to see what you're made of, kind of way. He, and how's he played? Right. I mean, right. he's a backup quarterback in this league. Okay, that that's a fact. Right. Matt Rule's looking to move on. I don't give a shit what Matt says. You know, what's not They always say that they're looking to move on. Trust now, me. Now they're the dark horse to get the Sean Watson. So. Whatever. God yeah. bless him. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know. Whatever. So, but the point being, Daniel elevated. Yeah. Right. He elevated. That's yeah. what I'm looking for, Jerry. Like, okay, all right. We're not gonna. You know, we're not gonna throw for 100 yards here and not score many points and say, oh, you know, oh, well, we didn't have this weapon. We didn't have this guy. Oh, it's our excuse. No. There's no excuses in this freaking league, dude. You got to go out there and win. So Garrett comes up, I thought, with a masterful gameplay. Now, Jason, to me, was idiotic as usual inside the five. Does he just shit shit himself? Like, what Uh, happens there? Uh, Whatever. So not a good sequence. They get stopped. Rudolph finally gets targeted. You know, he steps out of bounds, and they get stuffed. They get stopped. We got to work it. Look, they got to clean that up. Spread it out if you're going to run it then. Just spread it out. Go 11 personnel. Try that. Right. Okay. They went heavy. Boom. Nothing. Okay. But overall, and I talked to guys, man. I was talking with Dante Pettis and talking to a few guys after the game on the side. Yeah. And they all thought it was a massive game plan. Why? Because they were concerned about the offensive line and Carolina could get, could get after it. But we're going to talk about the offensive line who did not play well in the first half, played hot. And played really well in the second half. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, Daniel getting outside that pocket. A lot of boots left and right. Yeah. Executing slants. Executing comeback routes. Daniel running when he had to run. Yeah. Look, Jimmy. Jason Garrett looked at this. All right. This is what we're going to have to do in this game. I'm not sitting Daniel in this pocket. We're going to get. And he did it. And he executed it. So credit to Jason Garrett for coming up with that game plan. And they executed to perfection. Especially in that second half. First half. Not so much second half. Yeah. Um, 
so hey look they saw they really couldn't run with Booker they really want weren't running well so they're gonna all right so we're gonna do some stuff with Daniel right they did it so uh, uh that was a heck of a job and it was a heck of a game plan and judge look judge credited Garrett after the day he says Garrett saw something beginning of the week he came up with a game plan and we went with it and they executed it right yeah. so hey look we're not here Jerry we, we say this numerous times dude we're not here to say there's no agenda with Chris Bisignano no. and Jerry Foley when Jason does idiotic shit like what I just said inside the five, that sequence I thought was horrific. We've seen that before. Awful. Okay? Yeah. And then, but when he does good things, you got to point out good things. Absolutely. And that's the way we roll here, brother. You yeah, know? I, if you don't, you know? So. I, I thought it was masterful rolling him out as much as you said, um, knowing that the line was going to struggle. And, I mean, if you see Nate Solder, uh, it's got to be tough for him to watch film of himself at this point because he's, he's very bad. Uh, I can't wait for Thomas to get back and then Pert to slide over, God willing, to the right side and just stay there at this point. Like, just work on, on getting Pert better. I, I don't it, – it is what it is, unless Pert goes down with an injury that's he's older, but he's – anyway, the the game plan to get to get Jones out of, the, out of the pocket, roll him out, use his legs, I thought was masterful. Love the play calling. Again, inside the 10, it's – guys, get, try a fade. Do something different. Or like you said, spread it out more, you know. You're going with heavy personnel, and you run it twice up the middle with Booker. You know, he's not Saquon where he can just leap over eleven guys. It's <laughs> I, I saw that. I was like, here we go. It's gonna, not going. It's we're gonna we're gonna crap ourselves, and we did. Uh, it's a shame. I would have liked to see Rudolph get in, and, I, and then I was waiting for the tweet. I was waiting for the tweet if Rudolph scored. Like, ah, oh, look, he listens to the podcast because now we finally targeted. Well, Rudolph I, I was answer. about to hit the send button, and so I saw his foot. Without a, I was like, oh, wait a minute, hold on. I had <laughs> I had the text ready to you, and I was like, nope, delete it, delete that text. It didn't happen. He's out of bounds. So, but, right, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. I was like this, Jerry. Right <laughs> so, um, so look, the offense not, not an electrifying day. Three hundred and three hundred two yards of offense, but yeah, no turnovers. Huge, two or three in the red zone. The one we just talked about, the one they didn't next, they didn't uh, get the touchdown was. You know, we just talked about the sequence inside the five. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, seven to sixteen on third down. Yeah. So they did a lot of good things against a pretty good defense. They were third ranked defense coming in. Yeah. Um, you know, so um, we'll get into the defense, uh, our defense in a little bit, but a lot of good things, man. They did a lot of good things. Daniel, um, and it was a well-deserved win. Nobody saw this coming in a 25-3 game. Nobody saw this coming. No. But um, like you said, Jerry, happy for a lot of guys. Happy for Daniel. So Daniel gets up there, and he, the kid takes losing really hard. I see him. Obviously, I've seen him way more after losses than wins, right? Yeah. <laughs> the way his last two seasons, few seasons have gone, right? So I said, you know what? Gonna break the ice with this kid a little bit. Gonna get him to laugh. Now, not many people see us. We don't see him laugh much. The fans don't see him laugh much. They just yeah. see the serious Daniel, like like, like Eli type Daniel, you know. Yeah. And I know the kid for I know for a fact talking to some people that know Daniel that the kid's a funny kid. He he's got a whole other side to him, a la Eli, yeah, right? right? <laughs> yep. Yep. So you know what? There's been so much pressure on this dude. So he gets up there yesterday. I said, I'm gonna crack it. You know, I'm gonna get this kid. To lighten up, let him laugh a little bit. Let's get this presser rolling. Let him feel good for ten minutes while he's up there. And that's why I hit him with the, uh, you know, take us through the route. And then I hit him with the Logan Ryan thing. Yeah. About you know basketball and you know Logan says he could take you out one on one in basketball. How do you respond to that? And 
Daniel left. Like, he loosened up. I mean, it's a good. It's a win. I loved his response because there's not too many guys I'm worried about. Now. Yeah, and Daniel basically was like, "Nah, I'm not really worried about Logan." You know? yeah, <laughs> so right, right. because Daniel supposedly he played high school basketball, supposedly a real good basketball player. So, yeah. and you saw a little bit of that. There was athleticism going up for that one-handed grab yesterday. You know, so just a good uh, look. The first half, ah. Eh, I thought they tightened it down in the second half a lot. I thought Matt Pert played a hell of a game. Hassan Reddick was barely heard of. They got some pressure, got a couple of sacks, but that was mostly in the interior of the line. Yeah. They got him on a stunt once. Yeah. Brian Burns got him on a, a double twist up front. Well, it looked like Will Hernandez didn't pick it up, but I don't want to say that for sure to look at it again. It was Will and um, and Solder. They were confusing, right? They, they yeah. Get no, the left, the left side of the line, Chris, was much better than the right side. I didn't hurt. You know, and the other sack was Billy Price. They, for some reason, Hernandez was credited giving up that sack, but it looked like to me it was Billy Price all the way giving up that second sack. Yeah. I think it was the Derek Brown. Um, but but Matt Pert holding down the edge, and even Solder in the second half played better. Yeah, he did. He you know, better. Jerry played better in the second half. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and they did what they had to do. So Pettis, guys like Pettis stepped up a little bit. Slayton had some catches, Jerry. They used Ingram a little bit. Um, I wish they'd use. T- I, I wish they would use the tight end better. Like, I, I, I just, I don't know if they're on. If I don't understand why they don't, Chris. I, and that's from someone who doesn't have confidence in Ingram. I just would love a seamer out once in a while with our tight end, and you yeah. know, it could be Rudolph, could be anybody. It just doesn't happen. I don't know why. Real quick with Pert, the only thing that was dumb that he did was uh, the down, the downfield just drifting. I mean, I don't know if you saw the replay on that. But yeah, no, I saw it actually. Yeah, I actually, for some reason, Jerry, on that play, I was watching him. Yeah, right. <laughs> I actually saw him drift. I'm like, oh, God, what's he doing? You know? well, stop drifting. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, a couple of times, you know, look, the offense, they shot themselves at the foot a lot again yesterday with these penalties, dude. Yeah. These procedural penalties. Yeah, yeah. Twice a legal man downfield. Like, dude, you got to have your timing down. Right. You know, uh, twice a legal man downfield, full start. You know, you know what, Chris, and I understand that if your back's turned and you're expecting the screen to happen, sometimes that happens. But the ones they committed yesterday, like Pert was like watching the play and drifting. That was the bad part about that. Yeah, no, yeah. But overall, he played well. Um, it was yes. just, it was hard to get out of that. But I got to say, dude, watching that game and, you know, you get a feel for the game as it goes and as fans you do. And I, when it was five to three, even, I'm just like, I mean, unless we throw a pick six. I have total confidence this game's over. And I, I haven't felt that way in a long time. It was that's how either good the Giants defense was or how bad uh, Sam Donald was. And, you know, I, I got to be honest with you, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a petty person, Chris. You know this. Uh, going back to the, what is it, the 2018 draft, now I cross off Josh Rosen and I cross off Sam Donald as two picks the Giants should have taken ahead of Saquon. So you can give me Quentin Nelson all you want. You can give me Josh Allen. Cross Sam Donald off, guys, because – uh, like you said, dude, he is a backup quarterback at best in this league. And I, I just, even five, three, dude, until, you know, Jones obviously made that ridiculous play. I, I just felt like, unless we screw this up, I think yeah. this game's over. Yeah. You didn't feel like Carolina was going to do much on offense. No. You know, the defense was playing that well and Sam, and then the Sam factor, you told him the Sam factor, you know, and, uh, and look, the, look, they were all, the defense was all over them up front. I mean, you know, you're talking about six Dex- sacks. I want, real quick, I want to, Dexter Lawrence got held twice badly. I mean, he was in the back. He was making an impact yes. yesterday. So he made sorry. an impact. Yeah, no, no, good point. He made an impact. And drawing a hold is just as good as a sack. It's 10 yards back. Yep. 
you know, 10 quarterback hits. Leo was all over the place. Aziz was all over the place. Dex played it. It all really played a well, good game to us. It was Austin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Austin Johnson played a good game. Yep. Seven tackles for loss. Ten mm-hmm. quarterback hits and six sacks, Jerry. But you know what, Jerry? The six sacks, okay. But here's the thing, dude. That's great, okay? We all know that. But it, it can't be just three, four sacks, and then you have one quarterback hit, two quarterback tackles for loss. Yeah. Yesterday, it was the sacks, the quarterback hits, and Jerry – I think it was 18 seven. pressures, right? Je- what? I think it was 18 pressures. Yeah, I got to look at the number. Yeah, something like 18. Yeah. Yeah. And Jerry, seven tackles for loss. Huge. Yeah. Dude, that's what I mean about impact plays. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they haven't gotten that this year. Well, Leo did it yesterday, and and Dex did it, and Aziz did it, and even Lorenzo Carter had a couple of good sequences yesterday. He was a little active. And then he tweaked that ankle or something. But, you know, and then, you know what? And then Benaric uh, McKinney uh, – but yeah. Audrick McKinney comes in, yeah, does some things. Nice. You know, this guy has some. He's got football in his resume. This guy now, you know. Yeah. Um, and and uh, McKinney is doing some things. And, and and now let's get to the secondary. Hey, real quick, I want to point out, O'Shane Zimmon has blocked the pass, Chris. The- yeah, yeah. And there's 11 snaps he got or whatever. It was. So, <laughs> and you look at the secondary, Jerry, and you know they're going to get to DJ Moore, uh, Robbie Anderson, you know, yeah. and all that. No, no, no tomatoes out there. DJ Moore's a good, a good receiver. You know, there's no tomatoes out there. Yeah. They came out with pride yesterday, Jerry. And that's why I asked Bradbury, I asked <clears throat> Logan, you know, you guys take this, you know, when you read about stuff, negative stuff that's coming in the building, which they all do, Jerry. Don't let them bullshit. They all know what's being said. Yeah. But effort. Can't cover anybody. 74% completion percentage on them. It's embarrassing to these guys. Don't let them. Don't let them fool you. They know everything that's being said about them, and they came out, you know. And last week, besides poor play, the effort, the big E word, seeped into the building. Was it a lack of effort at times? That stings football players, dude. Yeah. Because it probably, well, as we know, it somewhat happened last week. Sure. And if you don't think Judge called them out on it, now there was no lineup changes. I was looking to see if that happened. But you know Judge and Jerome Henderson, the secondary coach. From what I understand, somebody whispered in my ear yesterday that Jerome Henderson laced into them pretty good. <laughs> I want to know where the hell your guts were. Mm, nice. Well, they came out yesterday. <clears throat> they covered well. Of course, they got. Pre- it also helps when you got guys getting pressure up front, right? <laughs> yeah, right. It goes, goes hand in hand, sure. But I looked at his zones coverage yesterday. And they mm-hmm. played a lot of zone. And they were, their window technique, they were closing quick. Bradbury had a pass defense. Besides the interception, forget about the interception. That was like a gift to him. You know? yeah, yeah. He had a nice pass defense. Dory. Hey, had his best game as a giant, I thought, yesterday. Right. The communication on the back end was there. Hmm. This is what we kind of uh, – Jabril Peppers made some impact plays. Sure, yeah. This is what we expected um, back in August. Mm-hmm. And you, sh- you saw some flashes at your down. When I talk about a high-powered offense, I get it. Obviously, the test is going to be really coming up Monday night, right? But it was a good sign because after six games, they look like tomatoes out there. But in game seven, they look like the team that we kind of thought. Now, they, like Logan said yesterday, Bradbury said yesterday after the game, okay, that, that's great, but now we got to keep it up. Now we got to be consistent. You know, we have to continue the communication. We got to continue the zone technique. We got man, everything. So mm-hmm. we'll find out starting next Monday night. I guess you know Mahomes and all those guys. Um, 
But Jerry, that was the. I mean, look at the stats. I mean, you know, you, Carolina two of fifteen on third down. This is yeah. how you win games, dude. Yeah. You know, one hundred seventy-three total yards, fifty-six. You know, Matt Rule, and this was another thing, Jerry. Before and you could jump in. Yeah. Don't let these guys fool you too. When an opposing coach, this is why you should never really talk. Yeah. <laughs> when an opposing coach comes out and says, "Well, we're going to run it thirty the thirty-five times, we're going to run it right at them, and let's see if they can stop it." No, no, look, Matt Roll didn't mean it to be disrespectful. He didn't mean he didn't want to put bulletin board material on. But you don't say that because so many guys said it after the game, and I asked Logan about it. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, and he was like, you know, they were like, "Yeah, we took a personal." Yeah. yeah, no, and, and Logan was really honest. Says, no, you know, nobody's gonna say that and then come in our house. We we can't let that happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, save it for next week because it ain't happening this week. Right. You don't want to give these professional athletes just a little more oomph, right? Yeah. Sure. And if you don't think that happens, you know, you're out of your mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? It happens, brother. Yeah. You know, Jerry. You know, I, I got you know, you know, I'm a big Red Sox fan and. We just got beat, and you know, we got Eduardo, Eduardo, Eduardo Rodriguez coming off the mound, imitating uh, Carlos Correa, you know, with the time yeah, thing. Right. The Astros won the next three games. Yeah. I'm not saying that's the reason, but you don't want to give professional athletes that extra. Anything. Oomph. You don't want to give them anything. I think Matt Rule might have found that out yesterday. Not that he meant to do it, but yeah. dude, these guys take pride in it. Trust me, what I'm telling you, man. Yeah. What I what I can't get over is. The way this season feels right now. Like, I looked at our record. I could have sworn we were two and five last year. This week, last year, we lost to the Eagles on Monday night. We we're one and six. And I thought we had identical records. And I, I just, it, it was amazing to me. And I thought, well, then you start getting buffoonish. And you're like, well, that season was almost salvaged. Could we pull this off? And then you're like, all right, idiot, let's not go there yet. But, dude, just to go back to it, it just feels so good on a Monday morning. To get a to get just a win and to feel good and like you said a convincing win where your defense played as you were telling us they were playing in the summer right like you were saying this secondary is good and then we saw it and we thought they're going to take that next step they added a Dory Jackson I was just psyched to see in particular a Dory Jackson actually play I thought he played well yesterday I thought he was willing to hit stuck his head in there a few more times than I would have expected because you know so far Chris he, he's just he hasn't been that guy who's he hasn't been that Mark Collins type of corner where you're going to, you know, you're going to go up against the running back on an end around. Like he, you know, he hasn't been that guy. But yesterday he, he seemed to do that. And I just felt better, you know, and, and I, look, Sam Darnold's going to make you feel better. But it, it just our defense looked the way they should have. And our quarterback, like you said, elevated the play of everyone. And it started really with that ridiculous one handed you know, all, all the, the memes everyone's showing, the Odell-like catch um, <laughs> to take the hit like that. You know, part of me Ooh, was like, man, this kid's good. Then the other part is, uh, Jason, let's be careful with this kid. <laughs> Come on, man. But look, um, overall, dude, I, I'm not going to complain about that. I, it was, it was, it felt so good. Feels so good to, to get that done. It was funny, too, because I, I was talking with Dante Pettis. I asked him, how was it during the week? When you guys are practicing that play, were you executed? And he was like, yeah, we executed smoothly. He goes, and then in the game, I almost overthrew him. I was yep. like, I couldn't believe it. Yep. You know? So, but Daniel made, but Daniel, right away, you know, he blamed himself. I ran a sloppy route, you know, on it and all that. Yeah. Um, but he, it was an athletic play. Uh, Daniel's all over social media today with that one-handed grab. Mm -hmm. I think he showed a lot. Yes, he took a big hit there. 
Yeah, um, hold on. Uh, you know, you don't want to see him taking those damn hits, but it's and he, pinned, like, he pinned the ball to his helmet for a second, too. It was weird. It was like Odell, Tyree, and then he took the shot, yeah. and he held on, man. Look, look, he's a great athlete, and, yeah. you, know, you know, it's not like he's going to be out that flat, and the ball's going to be up. He's going to say, well, I might get hit here. Let me just let it go because I'm a quarterback. He's going to try to get it. He, yeah. You know, and he, was, and he took the hit. Yeah. Not as bad, thank God, as it could have been. Yeah. But he took a pretty good shot. He took a couple of shots yesterday. Yeah, he did. You know, he took a couple between, you know, in the pocket and then running a little bit. And, you know, that goes back to what we talked about, that fine line, right? Like, yep. where where's that fine line? But you saw yesterday, and Jason Garrett and Joe Judge were basically like, yeah, he could throw that effing fine line out the window. This is part of his game, and this is what we're going to run with. Well, as soon as they start doing the zone reads, I thought, oh, he's going to get in a rhythm now. You can, see, you can just see it. He gets in a rhythm when he starts running. He needs that. And though, uh, Chris, his slant, his slant passes, I felt. I mean, you saw, you know, arms waving back and forth and just zipping it in. You know, of course, he hit Sills perfectly. Sills dropped it. Yeah. Never saw him again. Never, <laughs> so, but, hey, you got to catch those. <laughs> well, you know, I put that on Twitter, I think. I said, look, you get your opportunity, dude. Yeah, can't blow it. You can't drop that easy slant. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, and he, anyway, he, he was hitting them all. I mean, it was – they were pinpoint accurate. It was – I just thought, man, he's going to be good today, and uh, and it showed. And you know, it was a hell. It, you know, it was a hell of a play, Jerry. Yeah. That little check down where he's under pressure to Devonte Booker. Yeah, yeah. Booker was chipping in that play. Yeah. And then he released at the last second yep. when Daniel started getting in trouble. He was actually back. Booker was back. He chipped. I think it was Redick. He chipped, and then released. Yeah. Um, and Daniel. Just saw him at the last second. And do that. I mean, yeah. that was a heck of a play right there by both of them. You know, yeah. Now, Booker did have that drop in the flat. Can't have that. You know, no. Um, um, but Booker's, look, Booker's got good hands, too, but he did have that drop yeah. in the flat. And he, he ran a right. You know, obviously not going to be the same running game without Saquon. You know? No, so, no. I would have liked to have seen Brightwell mixed in instead of Penny, but it is what it, whatever. Yeah. But I, I would have liked to, especially towards the end, you're up. You know, give give the kid a chance. Let's see what he can do. But hey, listen, I'm not gonna. That's a small thing to complain about, dude. Um, I want to go back to the events real quick. Aziz Ojolari, mm-hmm. are you? Are, how excited are you about this kid? Like, do you feel like, well, yeah. you know, I mean, we, we have an edge guy now. I'm not saying he's gonna get 15 sacks, but we have now a presence out there who can get to the quarterback. You know, he's doing it multiple games now. Yeah, I mean, we have an edge. We have a developing edge guy. Yeah, you know. Um, and he got the best of Christensen, the rookie left tackle, um, a lot yesterday. Yeah. And and it wasn't just a couple of sacks. That, okay, you, you didn't hear of Aziz the rest of the game. Right. I mean, he was making – he had tackles for loss. He had quarterback hits. He made an impact – you know, he made impact plays, Jerry. Yeah. You know, um, so he's a – what was he, a five and a half now, Jerry, I think? Five and a half. Five and a half, half. yep, yep. Uh, not bad after seven games as a rookie, you know? No, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this like, man, he, maybe if he hits anywhere close to ten sacks, this is – Beyond a successful rookie season for the oh. kid, I my well, God, I got Jerry. I got to be honest with you, dude. Before the season started, if you would have told me, "Hey, he's gonna have five and a half sacks as rookie," year, I would have been like, "Okay, I'll take it." You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, and here we are. He's on pace for so he might get double digit sacks. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. You know, that's a positive development. You got an edge guy that's developing, um, and then you got to go out next year. You know, obviously that's that's way down the road. Maybe you know, getting that other edge guy, and then you got Leo up that gut. You know, but. Up in that middle, so, but yeah, that's a positive. That was a positive. You know, Aziz is he's a good football player, Jerry. You know, yeah, he, he showed it in Georgia. Well, he was having fun yesterday too. They showed him up close a couple of times. He was 
he was enjoying what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. Nice to so, see. Look, he's got to develop some stuff in his pass rush technique, but he's raw still a little bit. Yeah. But he's going to develop even even to a, a better weapon, Jerry. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he understands he has to play the edge a little bit better, sealing that edge on run game. I believe he will because the kid. I saw it in Georgia. I saw it on film. I saw it when he played. He welcomes contact. He has, you know what I mean, on that edge. Yeah. He'll get better at that. He has to develop a little more of an arsenal in his pass rush technique, Jerry. He basically relies on one or two. You know what I mean? He will. Yeah. He's just a kid, dude. Yeah. No, I'm He's sorry. just a kid. Kids develop. 21 years old. He's 21 years old. <laughs> you know, when you come, when you play in the SEC, and that's the best conference in football, right? Yeah. In college football. But he got away with that one move so much because you're not going against NFL ready tackles most of the time right okay yeah so here you're going against the best of the best every damn week yeah. okay yeah so you need an awesome you need a, a different moves he will get that he'll learn as he moves along you think you, know, you think so. a factor in taking him chris was that he went up against andrew thomas in practice just curious no, no, I just think the fact that the kid was really good in the SEC. Okay. I mean, the kid was, you know, I don't think I had anything to do with Andrew Thomas. No, I'm just curious because yeah. he's a, he's an, he's a, he was obviously going to be a top pick. I was just wondering if that goes into it at all. Um, yeah, dude, uh, you know, like I said, everybody says, what, what are you going to look out for? What are you going to watch? Well, obviously you want him to win, but you're going to look out for the young guys. You're going to look out for the Ojalaris. You know, you hope guys like Dexter Lawrence take the next step. I mean, yesterday, last two games, Dexter Lawrence has stepped up. Uh, Banks called it out last week. This week, it was obvious to see when he's getting yanked down basically from behind twice. Like you said, it's a, it's basically a sack. Uh, but the young guys, seeing these guys kind of develop and take the next step. And, look, man, maybe we'll, we'll rattle off a few wins here. Who the hell knows? But victory Monday, baby. Everybody's feeling good. Yeah, enjoy it. Enjoy it for a while. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens next Monday night against a team that's not playing well either, you know? No. What uh, so. Anything that – uh. Besides the Garrett play, the play call inside the 20, anything you're concerned about watching yesterday that you were like, yeah, it's hard on a 25 to three game to nitpick, but. Well, look, you're talking about the whole game. You know, I was very, I was the interior of the line pass pro wise, Horrible. you know, price scares the crap out of me. You know, yeah. uh, his pass pro is not good. Skewer, you know, the inside, I mean, even Will struggled a little bit in pass pro yesterday, which is, you know, which he's been really good at, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, so obviously, you know, there's some issues. The offensive, the offensive line is gonna be like that the whole year too. Well, hopefully Andrew gets back. I don't know if Thomas is gonna be back. When is he gonna be back? He's not eligible to be back for a few games. You know, yeah, we'll see on. how his ankles are when he does get back. Yeah, to solidify that left side. You know, yeah, um, because you're going with Pert and Solar and Corey Cunningham, please. You know, so um, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's gonna be. It's gonna be tough, Jerry. The offensive line. You know, it's gonna be very tough. You're gonna see a lot of what you saw yesterday. Yeah. Getting the hell out of it. You know, that's going to be part of the game. Now, that'll change as more weapons come back. Yeah. You know, if you get a Shep back uh, next week and you get a Tony back in three, couple, maybe after the bye, I don't expect to see Tony, by the way. I was going to say, who do you think's so, coming back first, Saquon or Tony? Um. Oh. Uh, toss-up? I think it's a toss-up. Wow. Okay. That sucks. Because I um, saw, we all saw Saquon's ankle when it blew up. Um, yeah. I'm not expecting him back for another three uh, to four. Jerry, I, I got to be honest with you, dude. If, right now, gun to my head, I say you're not going to see both of them until after the bye. Yeah, wow. Okay. I hope, you know. Um, don't forget, they got Kansas City Monday. Six days later, they play the Raiders, and then, and then they go on a bye. You know, so right. I expect Shep back before that. And Galladay, they said like a two- to three-week deal, so we'll see how. You know, they didn't put him on IR, Galladay. 
So it right. kind of makes you believe they, there's a shot for him Monday night. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Time will tell, bro. Uh, you know, you, you don't know what these things until they start practicing and how they feel. You know? You, you, yeah. Look at Shep. I mean, Shep was fine. All of a sudden this week, he aggravated the hamstring again in practice. Yeah. And he's out. You know? Yeah. So. <clears throat> All right, dude. Uh, anything else you want to cover? No, that's it, man. So right, man. Uh, we'll talk at the end of the week. We'll, we'll, we'll get into the Chiefs a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I'll come up with my game plan. I'll fax it over to Jason. Uh, <laughs> Just shout it out on the podcast. They they listen. Uh, well, Mahomes went out yesterday, but he's fine. Yeah. So I saw a lot of that on Twitter. Oh, Mahomes might miss it. <laughs> we, all, but, uh, we all thought the same thing. Yep. He was clear during the game. Andy, Andy Reid just kept him out because they were getting their doors blown off by Tennessee. So Were they ever. Uh, but Mahomes will be back. Now, you know, I was sitting up in the booth yesterday. Just quickly, you know, we're looking at the Chiefs score like, well, it, wow, the Chiefs are getting smoked. They're not playing good football. But the bad thing is that now they're going to be an angry, really angry squad in front of the nation Monday night. Say it with me, Chris. Get right game. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, you know, uh, but I tell you what, Jerry. I tell you what, dude. I would have loved to have seen this Giants offense with all these weapons. I know. Everybody healthy for 17 games. Yeah. I, I really would have, you know? Uh, especially like the Lemieux and the Gates, too. I would have loved well, to We that. really miss Nick Gates, bro. Yeah. Yeah. We really miss Nick Gates. Oh, Lemieux man. was kind of like, well, we'll see what we'll get out of him. But Nick, yeah. we, we knew what we had. And you see Jesse with Billy Price a few times. I wanted to freaking, I want to put my foot to the freaking, like, Billy, are you, are you a number one pick? You guys are blown ball. I mean, oh. well, that's why, he's, that's why the Bengals said sayonara to him. You know what I mean? When number one picks get launched, released, or trade, dude, it's like, oh, why is that? <laughs> You know, <laughs> the, the, the next team will find out why we're, getting, oh, why we're letting, man, why we're letting Evan Ingram walk next year. I mean, year. God bless Nick Gates, man. We really miss him up front, bro. We really do. I would have liked to have seen Lemieux see if he could see if he could improve on last year. Now he's, he's just such, a, such an upgrade from over Skura. I mean, Skura's all right, but like yeah, same, yeah. Right. I was looking forward to Lemieux to see what the hell he was going to be this year, Jerry. Yeah. As a starter, you know, you know what I mean. I was looking forward to, it, but well, yeah, the, uh, the Northwest Huntsman. We're gonna have to, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have to wait till next year that you know so uh but yeah hey, would you you know wouldn't you just like to have a stretch of games where you have Galladay's and you yeah. have the Sheps right. and you have you know and, and the Saquon and who am I missing oh Kadarius and, you know Kadarius. and then you have you have KT yeah man wouldn't you just like to see one stretch of just to see what the hell you know Jerry you got a little taste of it in New Orleans right got a little taste in New Orleans I was just gonna say that that was the closest we, we got to to what this offense and then we haven't had it since dude no from the beginning of the year to now no nope. seven games in it's gonna be eight game number eight Monday night in Kansas City and it's still not gonna happen and yep. you know and and it's rough it's rough because you really like to see these guys with the full arsenal man you know it's amazing if how where your head goes to like I can't wait till Monday night if we're two and five. We got to. I cannot wait until Monday night, dude. Um, I just want to see how this team responds to a win and who right. can come back. And you know, we'll get into it. What Wednesday or Thursday or Friday, whenever we drop the next one, we'll figure it out. But all's right right now. Feeling pretty good. Pretty pretty happy. Um, all right, dude. Nice job by you. Great questions yesterday too, man. That was awesome. Um, yeah, you, seems man. like you were all over Twitter, all all over uh, all over everything Giants related, man. From that locker room. <laughs> From the, uh, I should say, from the uh, the, the, the media room. <laughs>
Uh, all right, guys, to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys, two and five. How you feeling? Remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.